Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Star Spangled Eurovision. Welcome back to our and my wonderful co-hosts. I'm Max. This is Bart. Alex, say hi. Hi, everyone. I'm sorry if Max blew out your eardrums. Welcoming you back to the new season. It's okay. We fixed that in post. <laughs> I don't do that part. <laughs> anyway, I, guys, I can't believe it's season three. This is our third year doing the podcast. If you had told me on the first year that I would still be doing this three years later, I definitely would have thought you were lying. But here we are. Would you have agreed to it then? No. <laughs> absolutely not. Yet we dragged you in and now you're here forever. Do you have anything to say, Alex? Yeah. Great small talk guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, Super inclusive. <laughs> Alrighty then. Uh, well, it's another Eurovision season, so we are deep into national finals. Um, we already have four countries that have picked their entries as of recording. Uh, by the time you hear this, there will probably be a few more out there, which we will cover in due time. But today we're going to look at the four, first four entries that were released, um, and that's Albania, Spain, the Czech Republic, and Australia, which had its national final at 3 a.m. this morning. So, guys, <laughs> so we're, just, we're just now hearing it. I feel like... We should, off the bat, before we listen to anything, determine who we think the winner is going to be. <laughs> and we'll change it once we've heard the songs. But right now, having heard no songs, assume some risk and pick a country. Let me guess, Italy. Well, yeah, I mean, obvious. <laughs> Everyone knows this. It's been three seasons. You guys have to pick one. I mean, I think it's time for Malta to be my favorite song <laughs> again, but it won't win. Oh, yeah, cyclical. You're um... Right. <laughs> I don't know what country. What country? Um, I think Malta's a good guess for you because we've all had our year, and like it has to go back to you. Mm, yeah. Because every single year, it's been it. Like I preferred it last year, two years ago, Max preferred it, and then three years ago, you loved it. So yeah, but like, it didn't win. <laughs> and like the year you liked it, it didn't make it to the final. <laughs> you just liked it. Just have, <laughs> but you had the best result, so that's have true. Bad taste. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so my guess is, or my, okay, I want somewhere like Cyprus to win. I just think it's time. Ooh. I am going to say, like, maybe like a Balkans country. Like, okay. I could see, like, Serbia, Croatia winning, which okay. I'm going to kind of, like, encompass a few countries to hedge my bets, but I'll go oh, with wait. that. Okay, you can do two countries, but then I get two countries, too. Fine. Italy and Italy. <laughs> <laughs> and Sweden. <laughs> No, Italy and Denmark, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Fine. Um, <laughs> Anyone okay. thinking that Germany and the UK are going to have great entries this year? Mm, no. <laughs> okay, they tried. You tried. <laughs> I don't even have to hear it. I just know that you put some effort into it and you suck. Moving I just, on. <laughs> I kind of want an Eastern European country to win just because it's, I don't know, more fun when they do. I feel like they take it more seriously and it's more fun for everyone. Or Bulgaria. Italians? No. <laughs> I do want Italy winning just so we can go to Italy. So we yeah, have an excuse. <laughs> that's fair. Not that we're going to Amsterdam or Rotterdam, but. I feel like some of the rules they'd have is like, you need to have a full string orchestra, nothing in the background, nothing to take from the natural tones of the voice. <laughs> and that's why they do so well every year. <laughs> they have very strict standards. Okay. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, our first song will be Albania's entry, Shy, by Arilena Ara, who won Festival of Kengis back in December. And let's uh, take a listen and see what we think. Okay. 
so I'm going to start off with this one. Um, Albania doing... What I love about Albania is that they... I don't think they're in it to win it. They're just like, we're going to have our national competition. We're it's like gonna the biggest our- diss you could ever give someone <laughs> off the bat. Like, they don't really want to win. It's not. It's <laughs> they probably think they're going to win. <laughs> it's a beautiful song, but I don't think that it's going to, like, make it out of the semis. Um, I mean, hard to tell that yet because we have four whole songs. That's so yeah, yeah. I don't want to make predictions on that yet, but um, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a nice song. I just their I'm a little. Is, I mean, yeah. their stage that they performed on the Nationals is absolutely incredible. Well, I guess like you get that a lot in the um, other countries, but you can definitely see some people put more work into <laughs> their Nationals than others. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we kind of started off Eurovision 2020 with, like, your generic, like, power ballad with, like, a kind of harder pop edge at times, like, some kind of, like, ethnic elements, some kind of other elements. Um, It was a good song. In the national finals, she definitely gets kind of washed out by the music, her vocals. Mm -hmm. So they definitely need to do some kind of work and kind of tightening up, like... A lot of the lighting on the staging was cool, but, like, the random, like, musical notes in the background came off as pretty amateurish. Yeah, I mean, Um, that's happened, like, after the violin exploded (laughs) with music. (laughs) I don't even know what to respond to that. Um, Okay, so the show was good. The song itself, I think it's it's just, like, kind of a bit of a generic power ballad. Like, her voice is amazing. She sings really well. It's very emotional. But, like, eh, I'm bored. Did you did you say that she was going to perform that in English? Yeah. So they're going to revamp um, the song in English with English lyrics uh, for Eurovision. At least that's what I've heard. Um, so we may get a new version of this um, closer to Eurovision. To be revisited. To be revisited. Um, and then maybe we can sing along. And also, that's not uncommon, like, for it's happened, yeah. with with um, languages that are... Not English? Not, well, <laughs> no, I mean, I, like, I don't think that they've ever translated, like, French and Italian, but for countries where, like, the language isn't so common, yeah. like, many times, at least in the past, like, they've translated... They'll translate the Italian one every now and then. I remember that happening. Or they'll translate a verse or two of it. Yeah, exactly, yeah, and then keep some of it in Italian. But yeah, so, like, I don't I don't mind languages, or songs in their native language, but, you know, if they want to revamp them in English, as long as the lyrics make actual grammatical sense, I'm fine with it, because sometimes I, they I don't. when they don't. <laughs> it just shows more heart. <laughs> Or that they just didn't bother to hire a native English speaker. <laughs> yeah, because it was never meant to be an English song. Google Translate it. Okay, so what I understand, from what I understand, uh, this song is actually originally written in English, then translated to Albanian for their final, and so maybe they're going back to the English version, or they're going to revamp it again. I don't know. Are you saying that they're going to retranslate the Albanian version into mm-hmm. once you go through a double translation? It's going that to always works out, right? Again. Like, just sing the original, girl. Like, save yourself some time, some money. <laughs> so we'll see. We don't know what's going to happen. But we'll, we'll let you know what we think when it does. We did investigative journalism side <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> we go doing on-the-ground beat reporting. <laughs> Good luck, Albania! Okay, so moving on to Spain, who um, back in the fall announced that Blas Canto is going to be their uh, Eurovision representative, and his song is called Universo. So let's take a listen. Universo, perdoname, perdoname. 
Puede ser como el viento Y desaparecer Puedo salir corriendo Y desaparecer Perdóname, perdóname Well, I mean, I guess my first thought is just like, I really hope he can hit that note live. Yes. <laughs> because... He's talking if, about the one in the end. Yeah, there's like one really big high note kind of in the last climax. And like, if he hits it, it's going to be like a showstopper. And I see about a thousand different ways for it to go really wrong. Mm -hmm. um, but overall, I mean, I think it's solid. I don't think it's groundbreaking, but it definitely, he has like an interesting look with like the swoopy hair, kind of like a throwback 90s boy band look as we were talking about. Like, he seems like he has a personality that could kind of like be striking on the stage. The song is kind of one of those like electro poppy songs that like can sometimes with the right staging come off really well or just be really generic. So yeah. we're kind of interested to see w what direction it goes in. Just be sure to wear that black duster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about it. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, he has, he looks like, I mean, I don't know, because I haven't seen him live, but that he could have good stage presence, and if you can somehow translate the themes from the music video onto the stage and do that effectively, then, hey, Spain, you're in for a better year than you've had in quite some time. Although, we said that last year, where we thought Mickey had, like, an mm -hmm. amazing show, and it fell flat on its ass. Yeah, but I mean, I think a lot of that, though, also had to do with the stage that they had in the Nationals in Spain was super inclusive. Like, he was in the audience, yeah. essentially getting everyone hyped. Well, they could have done that for Eurovision, and then they didn't. So I think that, like... The stage wasn't shaped like that. Well, they, well, they, could, have, they could have found a way to, like, replicate that energy, but, you know, I... I think they need the right stage director and really the right staging for this song to like really wow us. Cause like, yeah, it's like a good solid song, but I think it could easily fade into the background um, if it's not staged properly. Mm -hmm. So it's like something I'd definitely like listen to, you know, on in my headphones on Spotify or whatever, but um, I don't know. You can sing out loud in your car. Yeah. Well, I don't know yeah. if I can hit that high note, but we can always try. We tried with Kate Miller Heidke last year. <laughs> always, <laughs> always worked out in our favor. We won't do that on the podcast, don't worry. Yeah, we're not going to subject you to that torture. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's got it's got potential. It's not my favorite thing Spain has sent, but it's also not the worst by any stretch. So We don't need to revisit those dark days. <laughs> dark, dark days. Um, okay, so let's move on to the Czech Republic. So they had an interesting selection where they actually allowed a big, like, international... The voting process so you could just go onto the app and vote uh for your favorite of the seven songs that were pre-selected and the winner of that uh between the popular vote and the juries was benny christo's song kemama benny christo i think is actually a pretty popular rapper in the czech republic or artist um at least so kind of not surprising that he got a lot of popular votes and yeah i guess uh let's let's take a listen for for all you americans it seems like voting apps can work Especially yeah. in the Eurovision context. They know what they're doing, unlike the people in a certain state. It's yeah. way too soon for that and way too early to get into it this morning. Yeah, okay, we're gonna avoid that for now. But okay, here is Benny Christo's Kimama. Kimama, you know, in this concrete jungle it was not easy to grow up. Nah, nah, nah. But every time they push me, 
Um, I think it's really cool that the Czech Republic, especially since yeah, 2018, has been sending something like really like kind of cool and contemporary. Last year accepted. I didn't love Friend of a Friend. I know we didn't love it, but at least it was something different I didn't from love Czech it's Re- such a mild way to put <laughs> it. was infuriating. Yes. Okay. Okay, so we hated last year, but at least they were trying to like do something new and something contemporary, and they're going with that vibe. I think this is probably the best song they've sent so far of those three. And from previous years where they barely did not even make it in the semis or like didn't participate at all. I just, it's, it's cool. It's just a cool song. Benny Cristo's got like a really good, like party vibe, like too cool for school. Like kind of reminds me a little bit of Mahmood and just his attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little less serious, but yeah, I just, I really, I really like this. It's a, it's definitely a new sound for Eurovision. There's not a lot of like that kind of like tropical Afro pop reggaeton um, stuff. So yeah, I think this will stand out. I think he's going to bring the energy. Good job, Czech Republic. Yeah, I mean they've become like a pretty strong Eurovision contending country. So yeah. I like the song, um, and I think that he's because he's an artist already is going to have amazing stage presence and is probably gonna wake up the crowd if <laughs> something slower comes before um i'm really excited to see how he sets it all up um that'll be incredibly interesting um but yeah i'm i really like this song. yeah i'd agree i really like it i think my two questions against how was kind of lingering is like a, how will rap go over with, like, the um, Eurovision-watching audience? Like, last year, I kind of expected the Soldi wouldn't do as well because of that, and it ended up doing really well. So I think that this definitely could make a connection like that, um, but there's always a chance that it won't as much. Um, I just feel like it's hard for us to tell because the U.S.-based music market is so much more, like, hip-hop, R&B-based at times. I would say that this isn't just rap, because he's also singing, number one. I agree, and yeah. Two, one thing that he has that's, uh, I guess, a plus over Soldi is he is singing in English or rapping in English, mm-hmm. which is something that you can understand. Whereas, like, one of the downturns of Soldi's performance was he was spending so much time trying to translate with imagery what mm-hmm. he was saying that it just kind of became cheesy. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I think this has a good chance. I think my other thing would just be, like, how... Like, I think this song is just, like, really well produced in, like, a contemporary sense with, like, the beats. And, like, it's really great to listen to, like, with headphones, we mm-hmm. always kind of say. But, like, will that translate? Like, he, I know Benny will definitely have incredible stage presence, but will that same kind of, like... Like, you know, like, when you have, like, the beats headphones in and it's, like, yeah. banging in your ears, like, you get really into it. Like, can you translate that to, like, a huge stage performance? Um, yeah, I think a lot of times with, like, R&B, R&B or, like, hip-hop artists, too it's hard to find a balance between the vocals exactly and the yeah so if he comes off as like too excited or like kind of 
screaming, which like sometimes hip hop artists can do in performances, then it may be a very cool performance stage wise, but it just won't sound like it's not going to be what you want to listen to in a clip afterwards yeah. because it wasn't actually about the vocal performance, which is like goes against the grain of your vision of it. But yeah, but I mean, I'm really happy they're setting this. I think it's like new sounding is interesting. I don't want to listen to it more. Also, I think what's really cool about this year is that there's a lot of potential for like an actually very diverse Eurovision. Um, because, well, this is already confirmed, but then we have, uh, in Sweden, we have, if the mamas win, you know, there's three black women who are going, um, there's, I know Ukraine has yeah, a bunch of, I mean, we, I think we have to wait to see if they win. Right. But I mean, that's why I said it has a potential like, to be really, yeah, but there, there's always been like more diversity in the national finals than there's been in actual Eurovision. True. True. But I think there's like, well, like also Ukraine, for example, has like a bunch of different, like. There's actually a bunch of black people in the Ukrainian national final, which is interesting. Yeah. Like, very cool. I would um, maybe revisit this. I okay, think yeah, like, we'll I see what happens. It's way too early. To we'll make see what happens. Yeah. I just, I, like, I'm really excited about the potential of it. Um, yeah. That you know, maybe it's because we are paying attention to national finals now, so we know what those songs are. So that's maybe that might excited, be it too. Yeah, but I don't necessarily know if that means that. <laughs> This I mean, new trend this year. 2000 or whatever did not make it out of the national finals last year, um, which we're still kind of upset about, but which transfers us into a discussion of our last song of the day. Which yeah, is... so we have Australia, um, who just this morning decided that it would be sending Montaigne with her song Don't Break Me. Um, this morning for us. Yeah, this last morning for us. Last night for <laughs> Australia. Um, tonight for Australia. Aren't they like in the future? Yeah, so they did it last night. <laughs> Thank you for being in. No, but it was like no, Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Night. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, we know but... how time zones work here. <laughs> Imagine them having to deal with Eurovision <laughs> every year. Yeah. So yeah, we're let's uh, take a listen. Like, I, so having heard the songs beforehand, like, this didn't have a video, it just had the studio, like, audio track on YouTube, and I didn't mind it. Like, it was a fine song. Oh my god, what a hot mess that staging was. And just like, ugh, no. I no, no, no. figure out if, like, I'm just not good at interpreting interpretive art, like, I have some kind of, like, art flaw in discovering... <laughs> 
what that whole performance was supposed to be, but I didn't get it, and it just seemed like, wait, what? <laughs> I think that calling that interpretive art is like a very generous, generous read <laughs> on like what just happened on the stage. Um, I mean, I'm assuming they're going for something, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, it was called "Don't Break Me," and she ends by like showing off her guns. <laughs> I don't think there was like a lot of depth to it. <laughs> um. I mean, yeah, I think this is just, like, what we call, like, a hot mess express. Like, the lighting is, like, crazy, just crazy. Like, the, I mean, she obviously has, like, a stage presence and, like, a look, but, like, it doesn't really all come together. I mean, the choreography wasn't presence, that great. She was on stage and we noticed her. And she has crazy, <laughs> she has crazy makeup on. Let's crazy not forget hair. that. Like, she didn't. She didn't, you know, try to blend the rouge. <laughs> yeah, the song isn't that great. The performance wasn't that great. Yeah, and she has this, she has this like really warbly voice, which works really well in the studio version, but live falls so flat and sounds just, it sounds so off. It sounds, I don't know, like it just, it really just doesn't work. So as a country that, you know, usually gives us um, songs that we tend to like quite a bit, Australia, what's going on? You want to talk about it? Yeah, like, I also, like, I mean, Jaguar be... Jones is so much better. I'm just getting justice for Jaguar. Justice for 2000-whatever, which they should just have set this year anyway. I mean, to be fair, Australia is going through a lot right now, so we send our thoughts and prayers out to you, and if you need to take this year off, it's okay. You're yeah. dealing with some other stuff. But, like, honey, like, maybe you should have just, like, actually taken it off and not like submitted this but like we get it it's a cry for help we're here for you <laughs> australia you're not broken we'll fix you i don't know what, what if they're not broken why would you need to fix them no it's a the songs don't break me is it a plea to the fires so, no yeah there were really heavy rains yesterday it was okay. really good oh yeah, so it I worked think, i think it worked. Is getting this is getting a little too <laughs> yeah too let's take nice. this off um okay. we're clearly still a little bit rusty we don't know to avoid political conversations <laughs> on here it's been a year we you know okay i'm very excited for this year though this was a nice first batch it's gonna be a crazy time in rotterdam i mean we won't be there but it'll be crazy for people who are there Oh, like I like I like Czech Republic's this year a lot better than last year. The other songs I actually preferred Albania, Spain, and Australia last year uh, to their entries this year. So I don't, I don't love these overall. I mean, I'm not saying that they're the best batch of songs I've heard in Eurovision. I'm just saying like, Off to oh, a good start. like even if they're not the best that the country has submitted since we started this podcast, like it's a fairly good baseline. Like we're gonna see some. Some, some, some goodness. We're four songs in of like 38, 39, 40. Like we have a long way to go, guys. True. It'll be okay. We need some optimism here, okay? Like it's going to be good. We're not in the prediction business yet. We have to get through all 40 something songs. Literally, we started this podcast with a prediction. (laughs) True. You started this podcast. Uh, You also made a prediction. It's in there. What country did you pick? I forgot. I don't even remember. Cyprus and Bulgaria. <laughs> we'll do a playback. <laughs> um, Everyone go back. Hold Max to it. Hold him to it. Okay, so that's the four entries we have so far. Um, do we have any um, entries that we are excited about in the national finals that we want to win? I'm pretty sure this is just you wanting to talk about the mamas in Melody Festivalen. 
Yeah. <laughs> ah, the thing that Robin Bankston is back too. Yeah, so like his song. I know, but like... I'm so conflicted. Obviously, I want the mamas. We're standing the mamas. Our girl Ashley from DC, queen (laughs) of all things. We want them to win. That said, if Robin Bankston takes the crown, I like will be like a little mad, but not as mad as if literally anyone else wins. I know that Francesco Gabbani probably won't win San Remo because based on the clip he puts on his Instagram story of his song, it sounds pretty boring. It's pretty but boring. otherwise, so but otherwise, you're so adorable and handsome, so I'll still root for you. Yeah, I'm also. He's definitely, definitely my Italian daddy. Oh, <laughs> love him. Love him. <laughs> you um, don't speak English, otherwise I'd invite you for an interview. But it's I'd okay. Still, I'd still invite you for an interview just so you could talk to me in Italian. <laughs> I was like, I don't need to understand what you're. Saying just, uh, just speak to me. Um, and that gravelly I'm voice. excited, obviously, for the Danish final. Um, here's the thing, and we've had this discussion. So they have like a current, like pretty well-renowned Danish singer um, in the competition, and like I would agree with uh, Max's commentary in that it's not necessarily the best song that entered that year, but. I feel like Denmark has a tradition of actually sending celebrities. And the song is about global warming. And, like, there's nothing the Nordic countries like to do more than to raise awareness about, (laughs) you know, issues that they are tackling well and the rest of the world isn't. (laughs) So I could see it as, like, a in-your-face and also, you know, like, giving some some love to Suspia. But there's a couple, like, good nuggets in there that... I don't know, I feel like we always end up loving the Danish performance until... Until they actually perform, and we're like... Bleh. Comes around, and we're like, wait, what the fuck happened? <laughs> By we, you mean literally you, because you grew up in Denmark. <laughs> no, 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 no. Last year, we were both like, yeah. Leonora is the best, and she's going to win the we whole both, thing. Yeah, we were and like, then we saw, Then we saw her performance at Melody Grand Prix, and we're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like, we... It, we like took our glasses off and saw the world for what it really was. A big old disappointment. <laughs> big old bag of disappointment. Yeah. I'm really excited for Ukrainian, the Ukrainian national final. There's like a lot of uh, good songs in it. Hopefully we can avoid all the, the Russia stuff and the drama this year. Can we, we won't, but... Can we real quick go back to Italy and the Power Mama that's performing? Oh my God. This uh, is woman. She's like in her late 40s, like maybe early 50s. and Excuse me. She's she's definitely older than that. Like Rita Pavone or Pavone. Um, it's just like this like <laughs> full like drunk nonna energy, like yeah. rocking the fuck out to some like heavy ass song it's it's incredible can she sing like we think she can but she also just kind of sounds like she's a little on the sauce (laughs) but like i don't know the vibes like it's the energy i need for 2020 yeah truly yeah um her and then uh i really like lod song but she needs to actually be able to sing it that's it that's that's my take (laughs) it's gonna be an exciting year guys Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We're really happy to be back. Um, thank you guys so much for engaging with us on Twitter and on, and on Instagram. It's been really fun. Um, we look forward to making some more episodes for you guys uh, throughout the fall. Uh, so we'll be releasing episodes bi-weekly up until about April when we're going to start releasing them weekly, just like last year. And yeah, follow us on Twitter at SSE underscore pod, on Instagram at Star Spangled Eurovision, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Star Spangled Eurovision. 
Send us an email if you want. Um, StarspangledEurovision at gmail.com. Max, Max, tell them about the Bilal retweet. Bilal liked one of my tweets. He didn't retweet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bilal <laughs> Hassani liked one of my tweets. It's a huge disappointment. <laughs> I know, sorry. I like set the bar mad high and then the curve. Not as good like... as the time that last year I got like 200 likes and retweets for a, a tweet about Netflix and Eurovision. Guys, retweet us. Get us famous. Make us go viral. I don't know. We're one retweet, retweet away from making it big. <laughs> That's all we need. retweet us based on this episode that we're definitely going to mention it on the next episode <laughs> because it excites us. Yeah. Okay. So, um, see you guys next week or two weeks from now. Bye, everyone. Bye. Don't forget to do your taxes. Bye. We have two months. <laughs>